Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, thank you for tuning into the Performance Anxiety Podcast. Once again, I am your host, Mark, and Dianthus is an unusual band. It's a band made up of twin sisters. Jessica and Jackie Perry, on drums and guitar respectively, started off playing classical piano. But once they heard Black Veil Brides, it was all over. They put the piano aside for guitar and drums and started writing some pretty heavy music. They honed their chops on covers and released their originals on SoundCloud. When they started to work on their debut album, they had the opportunity to work with Jinx from Black Veil Brides. And just as the duo began working on their new album, the lockdowns hit. That forced them to take a different approach to their writing. I think it paid off in the quality of the songs, particularly in their lyrics. And currently they're working on arranging the songs from their new album, Realms, so they can sound just as good live as they do on the album. Look out for their live shows and give them a follow on social media. And you can check out dianthuslive.com for all their links. Give us a follow at Performance ANX on social media. And you can help us out with a coffee at ko-fi.com slash performanceanxiety. Or buy some merch at performanceanx.threadless.com. Rate and review. It really does help. And don't forget to check out the other great shows on the Pantheon Podcast Network. But right now, give it up for Dianthus on Performance Anxiety. What's up? This is Dianthus. I'm Jessica. And I'm Jackie. And you're listening to the Performance Anxiety Podcast. And once again, our second album, Realms, is out now on all streaming platforms. So make sure you listen today and um, grab the physical copies as well um, through decoentertainment.com. You know how many MC practice that. <laughs> Thank you, guys. This is, I've really been enjoying both albums. This is, uh, is going to be a lot of fun. Thank you. Thank Thanks you. for listening to our music. Oh, of course. I have been enjoying discovering you guys. It's a real treat to, it's going to sound weird, to find you existed. So. <laughs> I know, yeah. Now you know we exist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. What, I, what I like to do is to find out how you got into music in the first place. To, I think that helps to set the, the stage for where you are now. So. Yeah. You guys are fraternal twins. Yep. All right. So that means so not identical fraternal. Which one of you is older? Um, that would be me. So um, I'm Jessica. Yeah, I'm, we're just a minute apart, actually. So, oh wow. Yeah, I came out in the world first, I guess. Yeah. I could be Jackie though. <laughs> <laughs> against me all the time. <laughs> just, it's, just, well, 
It's going to be the other way around. And you're older at at some point, so. Right, right. That is true. <laughs> so, yeah. how was the household growing up? Was there a lot of music growing up? Was there a lot of uh, uh, creativity in the household? Um, yeah, well, our mom played a lot of piano as a kid. And, you know, we would hear her um, occasionally sitting down at the piano to play some of the songs she used to play as a kid. Okay. And, um, yeah, we'd always have the piano there. Um, our dad was never um, musical, but he was still very supportive of our band. He listened but, to a lot of good bands. Too. Yeah, yeah, but we would always have music playing, like anybody, to get you through the day. Okay. So, yeah. When did mm-hmm. music really start to have an impact on you? When did you really like start to notice music and, and think this is really something I might like to learn more about? Yeah. Um, it actually started kind of early for us cause you know, it kind of happened by chance that we got involved in music um, because our neighbors were, um, they were moving out at the time and we were only seven and they couldn't bring their, their piano, their um, acoustic piano is too big. So they let us have the piano and wow. then, you know, naturally we grabbed into it yeah, yeah so it, it found its way in our home that the music did yeah. so we love the piano we love the challenge so that's how it, it got started for us so and you both started off playing classical piano yes yeah right when we got the piano in the house we started taking lessons right away because we were kind of just doing the the chopsticks you know we didn't know what we were doing <laughs> yeah. but we want to use all of our fingers you know so, yeah, we took classical lessons. Mm-hmm. Was that something that you two wanted to do or just that your parents kind of decided you should do? Um, we, we didn't really know what, yeah, we didn't what know. to do because we were so young at the time. But our mm-hmm. mom, um, you know, thankfully for her, she chose a really good teacher for us, Miss Elsie. <laughs> She's a great teacher. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if she still gives lessons, but um, yeah, she mm-hmm. taught us a lot. And, you know, after taking lessons with her, then we kind of um, had a passion for classical after that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so your mom noticed you guys banging around on the piano and this, and thought, well, let's get them some lessons and, and get yeah. some structure yeah. to this. Exactly, mm-hmm. and there was no YouTube lessons, so we had right. <laughs> So we're so grateful for that, yeah. Yeah, it makes a big difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very different, yeah. The band's pretty heavy. When, <laughs> when did the heavy music really start to take a hold in your listening, like like as a as a genre that you enjoyed listening to, yeah, um, I'd probably say like high school, yeah, because um before high school we were um listening to a lot of classic rock bands like you know um Van Halen, you know that whole kind of scene. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. We still love that. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, there was this other band that came into play. They're called Black Bull Brides. And after we listened to them, we, um, you know, they kind of bridged the gap between rock and heavy. Okay. So, yeah, we discovered a lot of bands after them. Yeah, we just, we explored the hot topic. That's what we did. (laughs) We found found all those kind of modern modern metal bands. Yeah, Bring Me the Horizon, all that. We're like, who are these people, you know? So that's how it happened, too. High school age. Bridging the gap between the That's So Raven concert that you guys went to and yes. yeah, yeah that's right exactly yeah that, that was um middle school i think we went to that one yes that was fun our first concert right it was our, it happened to be our first concert that's hey there's nothing wrong with that i mean mm-hmm. you know, concert experiences are concert experiences they're they're fun no matter what yeah exactly yeah it's a whole experience and you guys were actually also cheerleaders in high school not not necessarily like the big metal kids Oh yeah, mm-hmm. we're, yeah. Anything but the metal kids in high school. <laughs> I mean, we were kind of we were reserved and kind of 
like oddly shy even though we were on the cheer team but it kind of brought us out of our shell kind of like music does okay but um you know being in cheer we were actually doing a lot of athletic stuff we were doing stunts and we would be the flyers so it helped us kind of i don't know get kind of toned (laughs) yeah yeah but it was fun though it was it was a good experience and then no one knew that we listened to like black brides you know um during the pep round Yes. <laughs> well, actually, actually, yeah. Um, before like every like showcase we had, um, nobody knew, but we were just we're listening to like heavy bands, Slipknot, just to get stoked, you know. And <laughs> it's funny because on the outside we're like cheerleaders, but on the inside we're listening to metal. Oh <laughs> right? my yeah, gosh. it was so, so Yeah, <laughs> it was only sport ish that we were good at. I mm-hmm. guess <laughs> no basketball, no soccer. <laughs> yeah, our dad tried to put us in baseball, and I was like, no. Oh really. I- yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah, man. we weren't good at those. <laughs> you got a too busy playing the classical piano. Were you still playing piano at this point, uh, taking lessons, or had you kind mm-hmm. of put that aside? Um, yes, high school. Um, yeah, we continued our lessons throughout high school, and then after high school, um, we kind of um, yeah postponed the lessons and stuff. But um, yeah, it continued for a while. The classical piano lesson. Mm-hmm. When did guitar and drums come into the picture? Oh, that was actually a middle school because, um, yeah, the very first thing we did was piano at age seven. And mm-hmm. then middle school, we were like age 14 and we joined a rock school. And that's where we kind of picked up different instruments. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So awesome. For age 14 for both of us. I think about 14, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fun. So how did you guys choose which instruments you guys, you, you were going to be playing? I think we nat- we naturally kind of did because we naturally chose the instruments we did because um, before we were doing the rock school band in middle school, um, as kids in elementary, we were always we always thought it was cool to have a band and we'd have like our imaginary band and have the name and stuff like oh I'll play this I'll play drums you play guitar and yeah. then we actually did pursue those instruments like I don't know why I chose drums I don't know why you chose guitar but mm-hmm. it worked out <laughs> yeah just something yeah. instinctual yes. Mm-hmm. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Without a healthy mind, being truly happy and at peace is hard. The good news is therapy works. But what is therapy exactly? It's whatever you want it to be. Maybe you're not feeling motivated right now and would like some tools to help. Or maybe you're feeling insecure in relationships or at work, not dealing well with the stress. Whatever you need, it's time to stop being ashamed of normal human struggles and start feeling better because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you to help. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Try doing that in person. So join the millions of people who are seeing what online therapy is really about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself because you are your greatest asset. And a special offer to Performance Anxiety listeners, you can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash performanceanxiety. That's betterhelp.com slash performanceanxiety. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast. When did you guys start playing as a band? 
Um, as a band, that was um, probably the year 2015. That was when Dianthus was born, that whole, this whole project. Yeah. So, yeah, it's been a long time coming, and we've, wow. you know, grown from that point, so... We've been in bands um, before oh, that yeah. too. Even in um, the whole rock school thing, that was what got us um, got the ball rolling with the bands. So, mm-hmm. were you yeah. in, have you always been in bands together, or were you, like at the rock school? Were you doing separate bands? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah it, it was a mixture of both. Yeah, we would um, every um, season, I guess, we would be uh, rotated in different bands, and sometimes we'd have each other as band members, and then then I, we'd have separate bands, which is like like culture shock. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my friend? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You guys have been together since, you know, before birth. Yeah, yeah. It, it was healthy though to have our own projects for a time too, and working with other people, working with other people. Yeah, yeah. I know. But mm-hmm. now we're always together. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it worked out. Was there any idea of maybe pursuing piano professionally, or was it, was that gone by uh, high school? You know what? We we never actually thought of that, but um, you know, once we picked up the rock instruments, it kind of it shifted our focus a little bit. But we never wanted to put the piano down because we always loved um warming up and playing songs that. on the piano. Yeah, so we always come back to it. But I don't think we ever had that thought. You're yeah, kind of doing it now, you know, though. You're, you're plan- <laughs> yeah. yeah, I would love to though. True. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It, well, I mean, it's definitely making an appearance in the music, so you kind of you kind of doing it. Yeah. Right. A, we take turns to the piano part too. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, oh, so you guys are switching back and forth on, depending on the song. Yeah. Yeah. Depending on who comes up with the idea, that's the person that records it, pretty much. So, yeah, it's a half and half with piano. Was there a moment when the the, the bulb switched on to say, "This is something I want to do for a living. This is this is you know my calling." Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think after high school, because, um, you know, we were having a lot of fun in cheer, too, and doing that kind of sport. But we were also having a lot of fun writing music and playing covers and stuff in the, in the rock school. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think after high school, we really thought about what we like to do and what we could do for a long time. We probably couldn't stunt for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> so, I think we could yeah. try a bit. But um, music seemed to be the thing that you can do forever. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we were very inspired, especially high school, like listening to all these like you know bands that we see in Hot Topic, and realizing that they're obviously way past their high school age, but they're still doing what they love. <laughs> yeah. and it's like hey, they, they're still rocking it. And yeah, that could be us in like I don't know five years, and here we are. So yeah, mm-hmm. kind of <laughs> right. Yeah. So what bands were you guys listening to at that point when when you really started to think seriously about music? Um, a lot of a lot of my chemical romance. That's what uh, we kind of yeah mm-hmm. listening to in high school and um yeah that band Blackville Brides, um yeah lots of bullet for my Valentine. Okay. My yeah, lots of hot topic. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I did hear that maybe some bands were not so big at hot topic like Rush. Oh right, mm-hmm. exactly. Um, we actually got introduced to them um, through our dad. Like our dad was telling us about them and. Yeah, I think we discovered them around middle school too. So yeah, we're big Rush fans too as well. And Tool kind of came later for okay. us, but yeah, love those bands. Oh yeah. So do you guys consider yourselves more of a of a metal band or a prog band? Um, oh. we're we're still trying to figure that out. <laughs> that, that's fair. <laughs> I think more metal though. More, I think more metal for sure. There's yeah. definitely prog stuff, but the whole finish of the songs is probably more metal. I would I would say the guitar is not that. 
Yeah, that's true. All right. So the next question is one that, that you guys have been asked, I'm sure, every single interview is Dianthus. Mm-hmm. Where did the name come from? How did you guys choose it? Yeah, um, I actually, I thought of the band name and uh, I, I liked what Dianthus meant, but like what it symbolized. Mm-hmm. And most people don't know, but it's actually a type of flower. Right. And yeah. uh, it kind of fits with us because it's got, you know, that feminine aspect. But um, it symbolizes longevity. So we want our music to last a long time, just like that. That's a great, I mean, it's also got, you know, it's got a, yeah. a metal sound to it, Dianthus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we love the, the one word band names, like Metallica, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly it's either like one or one syllable well one word or four syllables that's like right oh, that's right metallica iron maiden yeah, something. i think uh, there's just three led zeppelin. zeppelin yeah led zeppelin yeah it's very like simple and easy to remember i think depending on how you say led zeppelin it could be three or four i don't Wait, know the, the zeppelin yeah. part. <laughs> led zeppelin. <laughs> yeah if you think about it too long you, you, you go nuts so Exactly. I did see uh, several videos for you guys, and it's the band consists of the you two twins. But I've also mm-hmm. seen some live shots of, with various other people playing with you. Now, is are they mm-hmm. augmenting the band at the time, or are they actual members of the band, or how does how does that oh. work? Yeah, yeah. So um, they're actually our, our um, live session players. So yeah, we have a, a live bass player and then a guitarist. And um, it never used to be that way. We used to play as a two-piece band. And we realized like, you know, we want to sound a little bit heavier on stage too. And you need yeah. a real bass player too. So yeah, yeah, so they've been working out really great. And, oh, yeah, they're awesome. session players. Yeah. So did you guys ever get a little nervous on stage, just the two of you? Because you can't really blame accents on anybody. Oh, I know. Right. Yeah, right. there's a lot of pressure, you know, when it's just the two of us and there's only one guitar, only one drummer, you know, because yeah. those are the main instruments. But we would never feel like like nervous. We would feel a little bit anxious. But um, there was a lot of work, though, compared to um, as far as engaging the crowd, because we were stuck on our instruments. Oh, like, I yeah. couldn't I couldn't go anywhere because I'm singing and <laughs> she, she's locked down at the drum. Right. Kit, so, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're trying to do the Tony and Pilots thing, but I couldn't jump off the kit because I'm stuck, <laughs> stuck doing prog beats. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I can't program this stuff. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was hard in some ways. So, but, when did yeah. you guys first start performing? Like, how old were you? I mean, was it piano recitals or was it? Yeah, what? yeah, yeah. Okay. It was actually piano recitals. It was um, age seven. Well, actually, for music, it was the piano recitals. But mm-hmm. when we were little kids, we would do. Um, showcases like um at the fair broadway stuff oh, <laughs> yeah wow. our mom got us into um yeah like theater and stuff theater, yeah. but we weren't too much into it we were just thrown on the stage pretty much <laughs> so we would just have our microphones and oh, but yeah wow. we're always on the stage yeah so, jackie you're the you're the lead vocalist in the band mm-hmm. and jessica you do a lot of the background vocals and i right. love i love that the blood harmony that you guys do that that only siblings can have it's just incredible i absolutely love it mm-hmm. thanks was it a clear-cut definition of who was going to be the lead singer and who was going to do the background more or is it does it switch or is it something in between um i think at the time um 
I was I was taking vocal lessons while Jessica was um you know focusing on her craft doing okay. drums mm-hmm. and um you know we both sing you know equally pretty much but I think um yeah as far as that position I think yeah. it's just it's easier for a guitar player to, to sing for a long amount of time considering what she's doing on the drums <laughs> yeah. like I asked her front too she so. could she could probably sing my parts on the drums but you know she'll probably be winded <laughs> yeah so it, oh, it's good yeah. To, yeah take a break. Right, yeah. it seemed good that way too. Yeah, I mean, God, I mean, I, I'm always blown away by singing drummers. That's just, I don't know, you got oh. four limbs doing all different kinds of things and singing. Yeah. yeah. Unreal. <laughs> you have to go on autopilot for a bit, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but then that, that, that doesn't necessarily make for a great performance, some, you know. So, oh, sometimes. If you're on yeah. autopilot, something can get lost. Not necessarily, but sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. you still gotta be careful. Yes, <laughs> it's all muscle memory with drums. Oh, mm-hmm. well, okay, that's a good point. That's a good point. Now, you mm-hmm. guys started off as a SoundCloud band. Am I correct with that? Um, we actually did. That was yeah. the first streaming platform I think we had. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if we still have one. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> SoundCloud, <laughs> like Spotify, for so many years. But oh, yeah. right, yeah, we did start off with that though. Yeah. Was that how you guys kind of got to? I guess discovered. Um, in a, in a way, it was the only yeah. platform we had to showcase our demos. Okay. So um, yeah, it, well, we didn't get discovered directly through the platform, but we had the platform to um share our music with um certain people. So okay, mm-hmm. yeah, it did help. Are you are you playing out a lot before? This is like let's let's go back to like before the first album. Are you are you uh, playing? locally a lot are you you gigging around are you you hooking up with other bands and touring (laughs) how is life for you guys before the first album comes out oh right oh yeah um before that yeah thinking back we were playing a lot of local shows um we wanted to tour we always had dreams to tour right away but you know we wanted to finish original music first so we were just playing small shows no big tours or anything okay yeah 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 so you you guys were and and you were writing your music at this time. So are you playing uh, like a mix of covers and, and originals or is it all originals? Uh, it was actually, yeah, mostly covers actually at the time, just to get us used to like, um, you know, higher energy shows and all that. Okay. And then, it, yeah, slowly became more originals over time. When did you start writing your own material and focusing more on writing your own material? I, I'd probably say it was the year 2015 because, okay. um, you know, when you have a new band name, a new brands and everything, you kind of just want to start fresh anyways. Yeah. So that was the year that we started writing our own stuff. Mm-hmm. Is there a primary songwriter or is everything collaborative? Um, it's very collaborative. Yeah. yeah, it's always us two. Yeah. Okay. Do one of you focus on lyrics more than the other or is it is that collaborative also? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's pretty, um, it's collaborative in some ways too. Um, I think to get the ball rolling with lyrics. Um, sometimes um, I have a knack for it. I like to, you know, scribble a lot of the lyrics down in my notebook. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it kind of gets the ball rolling and then Jackie will fill in the blanks. Yeah. <laughs> so. I find that she does most of um, the lyrics for like verses and intros. And um, I kind of have right. a knack for like the choruses and oh. kind of getting a melodic line there. So. I think because of the groove too. Like with the drumming yeah. and stuff, like I feel like I can phrase different words a certain way that she wouldn't think of because I have that rhythm kind of yeah. thing. So then she does the chorus, yeah. That makes a lot yeah. of sense. Okay. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. At what point did you 
start thinking about recording your first album worth living for? Okay. Um, actually our manager at the time pushed us to do that. Um, we always did want to do an album, but you know, we didn't have the timeline for it right. and we didn't know how to plan it out. But, um, yeah, we actually did that whole album. We wrote and recorded everything in three months. Wow. So it was very fast, oh my <laughs> very <gosh>. fast paced. <laughs> I think actually we had half the album done and then like we only had three months to finish the other half, right? It was something, okay. something this like that. This guy in 2017, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Crazy, crazy ride. <laughs> yeah. That is, that's a, that's a fast turnaround. It Very is. fast. Yeah. yeah. We didn't even have like a click track or a tempo map, so it was just raw. Oh, <laughs> raw wow. Energy. I think I tried to have the click and then the engineer was like, no, just, just have your sister, you know, play guitar in the room. And that's how we actually recorded the drums. She oh, was wow. in the same room. Really? Oh, that's fascinating. <laughs> so the, was, that twin connection yeah mm-hmm. definitely yeah yeah I, I had like so much energy and then when she came in the room it's like i kind of realized i need to just relax and just record <laughs> the drums yeah mm-hmm. is that yeah is that twin connection really a, th- a thing i mean is that do you guys feel that and can you it, it, does it help your yeah. music yeah it definitely does. there's definitely a synergy Wow. Yeah, because, um, you know, since we play different instruments, we naturally read each other and we get the um, the cues and stuff. Uh-huh. So, yeah, definitely, especially in music, though. Yeah, it was funny because th- there was one point where um, the session players we had a couple years back, oh, um, yeah. something happens and we were using backtracks for the first time. At a live show. Yeah, we fell oh. off the tracks and then my sister and I were the only ones that stayed together and the <laughs> two were like, what happened? <laughs> It wasn't their fault. We were the ones that messed up, but we could have caught on you quicker, though. Yeah. yeah. And oh, they're like, man. what happened? That's funny. Oh, my yeah, God. <laughs> so did you guys produce that and release it all independently on your own? Oh, that first record? Yeah. Oh, we worked with um, with Jinx, actually. Um, oh, okay. Black Yeah. So um, he was the producer for that, and then we recorded them at Mac. And Matt Sorum's home studio. So it was really okay. Cool. So that's how that's how early that relationship started. Then oh wow, okay. Yeah, it was pretty early on. Yeah. So how did you get hooked up with Matt and Jinx? Yeah, it was for our manager at the time. Um, yeah, he was great friends with them, and one thing led to the next. Okay. And um, Jinx is good friends with Matt Sorum, so that's how that connection came about. I really did enjoy the first album. It's got a it's got a, a lot of different sounds to it it's not just a heavy album there's you know a lot of softer songs too and yeah i am a sucker for pinch harmonics so i love while we live Thank you. That song's a lot of fun live, too. Oh, I'll bet. Pitch harmonics always get me. I don't know why. I don't know what it is. Yeah. There's something They're about fun. that little squeal. Oh, yeah. And I'll tell you one thing. There's a lot more piano in that than I expected. Yeah. 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 We definitely implemented a lot. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And it all just came from, like, how we wanted the, the album to be as a whole. You know, the title, Worth Living For, it's very emotional. And it kind of takes you on a journey, so you need that emotional piano sometimes. Oh, for sure. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. And I'm assuming that was both of you playing the piano throughout the whole album. 
hear her <laughs> sharing parts, right? And then you re-released it. Mm-hmm. Yes, we so, did. Yeah, right. it's re- Tell me a little bit more about why you did that. Yeah, um, it was actually a very important step for us to um, kind of re-release it because, you know, at the time we weren't really under a label. Mm-hmm. So um, it didn't have the exposure that we really wanted it to. And plus the um, the old artwork, too, we felt it could be represented um, a little more clear. So, okay. yeah, we, with Deco, we're able to kind of pitch it to more um, platforms. And the new cover had us on it. So people who knew who we were. Mm-hmm. So it was a better branding um, plan or strategy. Was there any issue with the sound? Was did you we remastered it? Did you pull anything out that maybe you didn't hear in the first time, the, the first release, or uh, would you, did the music stay pretty much the same? I, I think the, the music um, changed a little bit. Um, I think because in the previous sound, it was very um, very high gain sounds, especially with the guitar. Okay. And um, yeah, when we remastered it, it kind of toned down more with the drums and the vocals peaked through a little bit more. So Excellent. yeah, mm-hmm. that came out in twenty twenty. Was that was that the re release? Oh yeah, the yeah. the re release was um, August of twenty twenty, I think. Okay. But the the first um, time it came out was I think twenty eighteen. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And then the new album, you guys started working on on that. Now, did, was there a lot of touring or playing live in between? Um, just oh. just some local shows to us, um, okay. like in Anaheim. But we hope to tour after, you know, since we released the album, we got to yeah. go out to, you know, further than California. Oh, yeah, yeah. Were the songs for Realms developing at that point? Or was that more of a sit down and writing specifically for the new album? Yeah, it was definitely more of a, like a sit down kind of pre-production, like just getting in that mindset of writing again. Yeah, we weren't playing a lot of shows at that time because okay. um, obviously the pandemic w- was in full effect and we're like just about to record and then it got, you know, shut down with the recording process. So we had lots of time to work on the album. Yeah. <laughs> so no, nothing. <laughs> so, okay, yeah. so, you, so you weren't working out the songs live before, before the pandemic hit, I guess is what I'm well, oh, actually, no, we did. I think we did play Realms maybe live, just that song once. I think yeah. just to get the feel of it, and okay. Um, after that, yeah, we kept writing. So mm-hmm. that's right. So mm-hmm. I'm assuming you had to approach Realms a little differently than the first album because yeah, everything was in lockdown. Right. Definitely, yeah. We had a lot of time to kind of um actually play the songs together in our practice space and. Making sure that we can handle it live, <laughs> oh, it, especially with the guitars, there's lots of stuff going on. And singing and playing, you yeah. want to make sure you can like you know do both. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Did the pandemic affect the writing at all? This the album sounds a little bit heavier mm-hmm. than mm-hmm. the first one. Fewer softer <laughs> songs, but there's definitely some. I mean, there's definitely some. Uh, there's definitely piano in there with Heart's mm-hmm. Ease, Nora's Finding. Beautiful piano in those songs.
was was the pandemic an influence in what you were writing about or the the approach you took to the the songs in any way oh um that's kind of a, yeah i i think the pandemic did kind of affect our recording especially um i noticed it with our vocals um mm-hmm. because we would have you know a couple months in between recording and you know even just two months not being in the studio you're like i want to get these ideas out oh, and so imagine, yeah. it, it pours out yeah even through the um through the guitars and the drums, you just, you hit the drums a little bit more harder. You play a little bit more with feeling and yeah, it came through. (laughs) Definitely. I love the heaviness of the album, but what I, one of the things I really like is the clean vocals. Oh, Oh, yeah. There's not a lot of processing on them. It's very kind of organic sounding. And there's not a whole lot of screaming or the cookie monster kind of folks. And in fact, I don't think there's any now that I'm thinking about it. No, no, yeah. yeah, it's definitely all clean vocals. Yeah, so we're kind of continuing what we did in Worth Living For with that kind of a sound, so. I love yeah. that sound, and I think that it's one of the things that kind of sets you guys apart from some of the contemporaries is the, the clean vocals, the beautiful harmonies that you can only get with siblings. And Oh, thank you. Thank you. And I think that's one of the things I was drawn to is, is the uniqueness of the sound. The second album, yeah. Realms, it sounds like you guys really grew as far as the, the songwriting. I can definitely, especially <laughs> vocally. Yes. Vocally, yeah. yeah. Vocals especially, yeah. Um, there's some songs I look back on like and worth living for. I'm like, man, my voice is high. <laughs> like even on Hazel Eyes, like um, our music video for that, the audio, you know. to leave those things up you know because you see how far you've come and oh, same with jessica too yeah we're trying yeah. different um different things too like yeah with the harmonies we're exploring different ranges of our void okay and then um kind of discovering our, our sweet spot with our vocals and mm-hmm. you know me singing higher backups and jackie kind of mid-range like we found mm-hmm. ourselves more yeah like in mm-hmm. don't change the chorus and don't change i yeah i love oh, yeah. that That's one of our favorites too. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah your idea, the chorus. Mm-hmm. So, are you guys planning to to? Are you out there playing live yet? Uh, I know things have. I, I'm out in close to DC, and uh-huh. things have opened up, and there's you know shows all over the place. And you guys oh, are out okay. in California. Yeah. How how is the atmosphere out there? Are you able to get out and play live at all? Or. Yeah, yeah. There's actually been um, more um, venues opening and. You know, it's good to see live shows happening. And yeah. how has the practice for the new songs? How are the songs changing at all? Because there's a the, the songs oh. are pretty dense with yeah. guitars and pianos, synths. 
Uh, some of the songs have some, if I'm not mistaken, I have a s- strings and I'm, that may be in the, mm-hmm. on the first album. I'm trying to remember. But yeah. how is the arranging for the songs changing them in, for a live setting? Yeah, for the live setting, um, we try to, you know, incorporate as much as we can from um, what we did with the record, having them on our tracks too, because we love the piano and the synth live. Yeah. And it cuts through and it really makes an impact too. Mm-hmm. But um, there's some songs with fade outs, so obviously we're kind of um, reworking some of that, um, the structure and stuff. But it's, yeah. it's really crazy to actually realize we're playing the new songs live. <laughs> so <laughs> it's been fun, yeah, rehearsals and all that. Yeah. I would love to see you guys live. I hope you can come to the East Coast at some point soon. Cause oh, yes. Yes, we'd love to, yeah. We'll make it happen. Oh, excellent. Perfect. Well, I'm there. Now, are you guys... I, I heard, Jessica, that you have a pair of drumsticks signed by Steve Gadd, and I've got my hand right in front of the camera. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> I do, I do. Yeah, they're actually, like, deep in my room right now where no one can touch them. <laughs> <laughs> I do have, Safe. I do they're safe in the safe. I'm just kidding. Oh, so, yeah, I do have them. <laughs> safe in the safe. <laughs> he was, he's an incredible drummer. Oh, my gosh. I love oh. Steve Gadd. How did you yeah. get those? Oh, it was it was so crazy. Um, So the the uh, drum instructor that I, I worked with for a while, um, he invited me to um, Steve Gadd's concert. Um, it was at the Catalina Club in L.A. So, um, yeah, he was yeah telling me about, you know, Steve Gadd's coming. You got to come. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, Jackie came with me and mm-hmm. we, we watched the concert and he was so amazing live and we actually seen Danny Carey from Tool there, too. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really two icons in one these, night. That's amazing. Yeah. So good, yeah. Oh my so goodness. He was a great guy. Yeah. So I guess, so did you get a chance to meet Steve afterwards and he gave you some the sticks or? Had... Yeah. Wow. Yeah, we did. We went straight, we ran straight to his merch table and then he had the drumsticks out and those were selling out quick. So, wow. and he signed it right in front of me and we got some shirts. So, I think, super cool. is it hard to sign drumsticks the round? Yeah, I, I mean, his drumsticks, they were all like um, a black color. So he had the silver Sharpie and they, they were like really oh, yeah. skinny drumsticks. He's like trying to sign them. <laughs> but Man. yeah, so crazy. So yeah. are you are you guys big memorabilia collectors? Um, Not not really memorabilia, not but we, we love antiques though. Like we love oh, <laughs> really? stuff like that. Yeah, we're big time antiquers and... You can kind of see that in our music videos too. Wow. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, rock memorabilia is really fun though. Yeah, you guys have also done some things outside of music, which I find really interesting. You worked on a comic and mm-hmm. some jewelry. Yes. Uh-huh. So you guys yeah. are just really creative. Yeah, Thank and you. you know, we we credit that you know to our our label, you know, um, Deco Entertainment. They um, completely let us have freedom and um, discovering new new ways to market ourselves and. The comic book just seemed so natural with um, with realms because it's a, a visual experience too, and um, having a comic book it, it'll pull people into the world of realms, and we think it'll be a, a cool turnout. So what's now? What's the uh, name of the comic? How did it, how, I guess? How do you find it? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Um, well as of now, like the, the title of it's kind of a kind of a secret until okay. it's really but, fair um, enough. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> gotta keep it secret, but it'll be out soon, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. When you first started working on Realms, you're going to release a single a month until the entire album came out. Yeah. What was that experience like? How, how did that all come to, to be and, and, and what was the end result? 
Yeah, um, we actually, that plan kind of changed after the third song because, um, I, yeah, it was mid-pandemic, so recording time got pushed back and we weren't yeah. able to release the rest of the singles each month. Mm-hmm. But um, even just releasing a single month, like, it was it was really good for our fans, too, because, you know, they were always excited and waiting for something new. And, yeah. you know, um, it, it's okay, though, like, if, you know, plans like that don't happen because, um, you know, there'll be, there will be something else for them to latch on to. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And it was a difficult time. I mean, you know. yeah. <laughs> so, were you working on one song at a time to completion and then releasing that, or were you just did you have like oh. three done and then just kind of space them space them out? Right, mm-hmm. we're kind of playing it by ear um, with the producer we we're working with, um, yeah, Steve Evans. So, um, yeah, we're kind of just going by however many we could finish in a, in a day. Wow. <laughs> so like with drum tracking, mm-hmm. like obviously it wasn't like too much tracking. It was like at most two songs per drum day. Mm-hmm. So it was just kind of however long we could take, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So All what, the time. <laughs> what was the biggest difference for you guys between the first album and the second album in recording? I know that the pandemic hit and made things really difficult but was there anything in particular that's that you felt changed between the two for you for you on a personal level oh um yeah for me, i yeah. think just yeah our approach to the instrument yeah mm-hmm. yeah definitely um and plus like when you're in the studio drums are always um tracked first so mm-hmm. um yeah like jackie was saying we had lots of time to kind of work with um the songs and getting situated with the parts mm-hmm. but um the main thing was the tempo maps I was able to take my time and run through all the tempos and the changes and we could actually use that in the studio. So you guys do a lot of tempo changes in your songs, which is, Mm -hmm. I'm a prog fan. So I like that. Yeah, Awesome. It's a good challenge for us. That's why we like it too. What's the hardest thing for you guys to do live? Cause like you said, your songs are, are so dense. What's the biggest challenge to, transforming them from what you hear on the album to what you're going to hear on a stage? Oh, yeah, that's a good question. I think um, the biggest, I guess, challenge is uh, just to not overthink it. Like, um, <laughs> same with any any instrument. It's like if you really think about, you know, this chord is a C-sharp minor. Like, <laughs> you, can't, you can't, like, think about it. You just kind of have to go on autopilot but still have that feeling there and you know just have fun too because if you overthink like the time signatures and stuff like that it'll slow you down so um, if you can just have fun relax and the the tone too like knowing what we want the the tone to sound like live Mm -hmm. like emulating that that matters yeah oh that's awesome that's a great answer (laughs) are you both gearheads do you guys uh, like to collect gear or pay a lot of attention to gear yeah, yeah, we're, we definitely yeah pay really close detail to gear, and um, we always want like <laughs> we all like, as musicians, we always want the best stuff, right? Right. But um, as far as our, our genre of metal, like we love to see what other metalheads use, like other um, guitar players and drummers, and what makes them faster on double bass, you know, mm-hmm. certain things like that. So yeah, we're gear junkies. <laughs> Do you have a, a current favorite piece of gear that you've gotten? I probably have to say my my Fortin grind pedal. Um, it's actually a, it's a distortion pedal with a channel switcher, so oh, it can cool. go yeah from clean guitar parts to like full on metal, and it's got a built in um, distortion dial too. So 
Oh, wow. Yeah. That is cool. It looks cool, too. It's like a black. I It's it's locked down on my board right now, but it's it's black and boss with skulls and stuff. Oh, nice. <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. It's really cool, yeah. I'm I, trying to think of one for me, but I don't know. Probably my snare I, drum. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, so um, what brand of uh, drums and, and guitars are you guys using? I mean, you, you guys are awesome. You have endorsements. I mean, you guys are really taken off here so what, what are you guys using right now oh definitely oh, you I, start first? Yeah. I have as much as <laughs> Jackie <laughs> great yeah but, um anyways yeah w- w- with drums though um I play Tama and um that's because I love you know Mario Duplantz here from Gojira he plays Tama drums and a lot of other drummers I love so um Tama Star Classic and then uh, drumsticks are Vic Fur. I oh. always played Vic Fur ever since I picked up drums and um the cymbals are Zildjian so. oh nice yeah yeah and for um for guitars i really love charvel guitars um they both came with emg pickups which were endorsed with so it worked out perfectly there nice. and um yeah i love richter straps too i think they're from germany and they make really good um high quality leather guitar straps very comfortable and um yeah that's pretty much my setup not as much as you thought huh <laughs> <laughs> I guess, uh, <laughs> are you missing one that's the, that's the pedals <laughs> oh yeah the pedals are sorry yeah yeah <laughs> How now? How big is the your pedal board? Because you got a pretty thick sound. Oh yeah, um, it's about um, yeah, it's behind me right now, but it's actually it's the Pedal Train Classic One. So I think it's it's less than twenty inches. It's pretty small. Okay. Um, so yeah, I just have a basic delay pedal, and yeah, that distortion pedal I was telling you about, and then a volume pedal and a tuner. Yeah, <laughs> so, that's good. Get that. You'll always sound good if you have that. Yeah. <laughs> how can people follow you guys on social media how can they pick up the albums and keep track of upcoming shows and releases and whatever you guys are up to oh yeah um i would say um the the best place to find us is through our website so uh that's dianthuslive.com and from there you can um find all of our social handles um run instagram dianthus fan and facebook dianthus official a lot of other platforms too, but that's the main website. Oh, excellent. And the new album is Realms, and it's, I really yeah. have been enjoying it. It is so good. Thank you. Thank so you much. so much. Well, I want to thank you guys for joining me. I've, I've taken up a lot of your evenings tonight. So thank you so much. This has been awesome to, to get in touch with you guys and, and learn more about the music and the, the history of the band. And of course. Hopefully, you guys can get out to the East Coast and I can. Catch a show somewhere. Yes, that'd be great. Yeah, thank you so much.